You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 114. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's crack pack a liking podcast? What? Pack a liking. Welcome back to <laughs> Who's Driving Your Car, episode 114. Siento <laughs> I like that. A little bit different from Oh, yeah. Today. It's not the COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Today we are going to be coming to you with a topic on adventure. Kind of off the cuff here, we're going to talk about adventures in life, maybe some vacations, adventures within a day, what one defines as an adventure and what another finds as one, maybe two different things. So I think it's going to be a pretty good little topic, going to be an adventure of an episode today, boys. Yeah, man, absolutely. You know, life overall, I think, is an adventure. And uh, just here in the opening, it just popped in my head. Adventure racing. That's another thing oh, that we can talk about, which I think I'm correct, sure CC has yeah. done before, done right? I knew racing. it. Nice, I right? knew it. Yes, good call, adventure man. racing, baby. Dude was picking his brain uh, for the last 20 minutes trying to figure out uh, a story. He's got one. Of <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I'm excited about this. Um, some just hit me. It was a while back. I was running, listening to, uh, I think Matthew McConaughey did a graduation speech. Have mm, y'all heard that? It's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Mm. And in, the, in that um, dialogue, he talks about... Uh, Machu Picchu, I guess he went to. Did he go on like John this? went there? Yep, but John went there. That we was one of there. his adventures. We went together separately. And I, so John's going to probably talk about that adventure. But he really talked about how it took him this extended period of time to go on that adventure and let his like kind of mind un- unfold. It was like a process. So he uh, discovered a lot about himself on that adventure, and it's actually an inspiring little talk if you get a chance to listen to it. So at least in that context, uh, it was really cool. So yeah, I can't wait to discuss adventures and what it can be mean to us yeah looking forward to it i think it's going to be a good topic i, I love some adventure myself i guess in my own way of what i would define as adventure mm-hmm. so it's all to be getting fun. more adventurous too cc yes, on, more a monthly basis. on a monthly basis <laughs> thank you craig <laughs> all right before we wheel our way into that direction let's flip it over to johnny boy for the good old would you rather what you got john all right guys i think this one's kind of pertinent to uh, what's going on in society right now so would you rather Hand sanitize or wash your hands? Hmm. Hmm. How'd that go? You look deep in thought. You look like you're really struggling with this. Think that out from an ease standpoint. I'd probably rather use some hand sanitizer. It's easier to deal with. However, when it gets cold, that stuff doesn't really love my hands. So I'd rather probably wash my hands in that situation. Um, Some nice baby soap or something. You know. Keep them soft, supple. I'm going to go with wash wash hands. I mean, I'm kind of sitting here like, well, what is the situation? Like, do you have a sink by you that you can wash your hands? Like, are you... You might have to go hunt for one. On Mount It might be an Pichu adventure find. Trying to hike and you're like, what are we going to do now? I'm not really sure. So I think the circumstances, but, you know, having the supply of both, 
I just wash my hands. Not going to read too much into this, John. Yeah, you know, when my hands are cold, it's nice to wash in some warm water. Mm-hmm. It just feels good. Kind of gets you to your core when you're real cold. But, you know, like when I do shots at the surgery center, I have to, you know, you sterilize my hands between each case, and it's just stuff you squirt on, rub them real good, and kills 99.99% of the germs, which is nice. <laughs> and so I don't know. I'm just so used to just taking a couple pumps, rubbing it, and rolling. And so since that's what I use most often, um, probably hand sanitizer, I guess, because I'm out in the woods, you know, can just hit it real quick, good to go. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. If you're in But I guess you said, like you said, Matt, it depends on the context. But yeah, we'll go hand sanitizer. <laughs> Johnny? Well, you know, that is a good point. You know, if you're you're on the road or you're out in nature, you know, that would be easy to carry it around with you. Uh, overall, I guess I would probably shoot for washing my hands. I'm like... Uh, the hot dog man of Lake Charles here, you know, it gets uh, pretty abrasive on your hands if you mm-hmm. use it a lot. And I mean, right now, look at my hands, look how dry they are. So uh, with that being said, I would like to keep my hands tender and take care of the hands that, uh, you know, I'm putting on people all day, every day. So I'm going to go ahead and wash them, try to keep them nice, nice and soft, nice, smooth, Good supple. process, guys. On the same page, John. How do you feel about that? Uh, that's, it feels weird. That's the it first. Feels that weird. Line. <laughs> it feels weird. It happens like two out of ten, I think. Yeah. It's kind of rare. Feels <laughs> weird. Kind of rare. All right. Let's delve our way into the good old topic. And I don't know. I think a couple of reasons this came to my mind. Um, but the first of which is I feel like we all had a little adventure on Saturday at the Mardi Gras Boss. John and I had one just trying to find Craig. Oh, God. That's true. We went on a CC hunt. Uh, unfortunately, there were no bells being rung or anything, so it was more difficult than normal. I, I did tell to John, run I was like, down. dude, we should be ringing a bell right now. <laughs> I know. We need like a like a, like a bat light you can shine in the sky. It's like, it's the bros. You know what I mean? Like, I can't find you, but you shoot the beam up. Um, yeah, we were at two separate Mardi Gras balls in the same building, but different spaces and we had to leave the ball to go to my daughter's prom. She Big was, news there. That was kind of cool. She was on the court and got the little prom queen. Nice. Which was, which was cool. So we left the ball, then came back, and it was in that time frame that when I got back, we tried to connect, but it was kind of chaos when we got back and uh, a little miscommunication. So we each had our own separate adventure. You guys got to chill, and I'm sure there's some pictures I'd love to to see, And uh, but I had a great time. How about y'all? Yeah, you know, we had a great time, too. My wife was on court. Uh, I was actually a duchess in her Mardi Gras crew, Mystique. So that was uh, a big secret that was let out for the most part uh, at the at the ball. So that was a lot of fun. Um, there was a lot of prep meetings and costumes and all that stuff that were involved. So it turned out great. Got to get some of the family to come in and enjoy some of that. So that was a new adventure um, for her in, the, in that Mardi Gras process. So it was a lot of fun. And Hot Dog got, joined us for it. Ooh, got to sit dog. at our table and everything. Oh. He even sipped on some red wine. He did not. It was an adventure, CC. And I just want to give a shout out to, let's see if I can get these people's names right. John. John, who John is uh, CC's Daniel. parking buddy. Yeah, that's yes. right. Yeah. Aaron that. Parking Club. The front row parking club. John and Daniel. And uh, Nick. And Ann. Correct. Yeah, that's pretty much who I was. Alexander and I were hanging out with. Forget John. It was like I didn't even know him. Uh, <laughs> he was working that crowd, baby. <laughs> that was an adventure in and of itself. Uh, great time. Really was. Actually danced a little bit. Um, besides not getting a CCC, it was I a great know, night. I know. That, that was, was our only miss, man. It was a miss. But it was understandable. It could be all good. Next year, maybe we'll all be together somehow or another. Yeah, we, we tried. But CC had uh, dueling 
dueling Mardi Gras ball. And he was going to invite me. Popular. I was going to yeah, invite so him. We actually <laughs> invited you two guys, and then Steve invited us two guys. Speaking of which, Steve's was more special. I just Put wanted it. John to to speak to the fact of how did it feel that I actually went with you over Craig? I think it's the first time it's ever happened. Hey, Craig. and rightfully so. I mean, <laughs> Steve, I mean that ball. Yeah, it had been. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall. Put it that way. I would have been. I would have loved. <laughs> he to had asked it. first, and Alexandra also knew somebody that had asked us to, and uh, it was a quandary. It went all the way down to the last minute. I really felt bad leaving Craig hanging because I don't think I ever have Craig. No, I totally understood. I mean, look, <laughs> Lindsay's on court, and here's the deal: a lot of times, a lot of people from Mystique will come down and start yeah. dancing at ours when theirs mm-hmm. is over, and. I've never even snuck up there, but because usually it's because y'all are dressed in formals mm-hmm. and we're always in costume. So to show up in like some rabbit ears or something amongst <laughs> all these people with uh, tuxes is kind of uh, like, who are these guys? Hey, this would have been the perfect year for you, though. You were dressed up for I a was. cocktail party. So cocktail this theme, was the year, so. year to sneak oh, in. This was my year. <laughs> nah, it was a great time. Great time. But uh, what else comes to y'all's mind, fellas, with adventure? You know, adventure for me, um, one of the first things that came to mind for me was traveling and adventures. Um, so I've done a good bit of traveling and uh, there's been a lot of different things that have gone on. Uh, so I've told, I know you two guys, but uh, I was on a trip going to Europe one time. I was all excited. I had got upgraded to um, to fly first class, which I'd never fit, flown first class. So I was like, man, this is going to be great. So I get uh, I fly to New York, New Jersey, and I'm sitting on the tarmac, and we just sit there and sit there and sit there, and I end up missing my flight. So I go to the counter to go try to reschedule, and I'm like, okay, um, your next flight will be tomorrow at this time, 24 hours, 23 hours from now at this time. So I'm like, uh, this isn't going to work. Uh, where can I go? And they said, uh, you can go to Madrid, connect in Madrid for eight hours. So I said, Let's go. So (laughs) I ended up going to Madrid, detoured uh, to Spain for part of a day. So I got to go see Madrid, which I had not been to Madrid um, at that point in time. So just detoured there. It took me about 36 hours to get there. So that was uh, a long, long time frame. Um, But that was great. Another interesting adventure as far as traveling is concerned is uh, whenever I went to Greece, I had um, taken a sleeping pill to try to, you know, knock me out a little bit uh, for the time change and the overnight flight. So I was a little discombobulated whenever we got there and I lost my passport. So that was an interesting adventure. So we were giggling. We thought it was funny. You know, we had a couple of couple of days where we kept trying to retrace our steps where we had been that first day and try to find it. And came to the point where they're like, okay, you need to go file a police report and you need to take it to the embassy so you can get your papers and you can, you know, leave the country, get back in your country. So me and my buddy, we go and the hotel that we stayed at actually sent somebody with us. That's when we should have known something was probably up. So we get to the police station and there's all these guys that have machine guns strapped around them and as soon as we start getting in close proximity like they get up and start approaching us aggressively and we're like holy smokes what's going on here so um we get in there and it was it was the strangest feeling ever me and my buddy and the interpreter guy from the hotel were in there and they would ask me a question he would answer uh translate for me an answer and then the uh the cop would pick up the phone call somebody and just scream and yell at him and 
in, oh my gosh. In Greek. And slam the phone down. Then he'd ask me something else. They would call somebody else. This went on for like an hour. So I'm sitting there looking at my buddy. I'm like, man, they might not let me out of here. I, I think I might get shot. I might get executed. So that was an interesting adventure uh, oh as far as travel is concerned. But so it makes memories, buddy. Yeah, it was an interesting one. I ended up finding my passport the last day before we left uh, that city. So it uh, worked out okay. Didn't get shot. That they, they let me roam around loose. <laughs> that is awesome. In the streets of Athens. So that is awesome. Traveling is a big part for me. Yeah, I think traveling is a good thing uh, to start with adventure too. And it just brings me to a good old trip to Boston that we took. Oh, mm. that was a great trip. And really a trip within a trip. Uh, first, two comments on that. Roxbury and our wonderful event. And I, I think that that's <laughs> what makes memories. Um, for those that didn't hear early on when we talked about this from Boston, uh, we're lucky to come out alive, considering we're one of the most dangerous neighborhoods in the country. <laughs> and there was a, a long gunfight that went on you did hear the <laughs> right down the street. Yes. <laughs> Throughout the whole night. Um, and, and so I think that was an adventure, getting to and out of Roxbury. And then within the trip, and I actually, just a shout out to him, was talking about him to your sisters and brothers-in-law, John, at the Mardi Gras Ball, our dear friend Ashley. Mm. Talk about some adventures. The stories we got to hear in that little deal yes. was quite a deal. Very adventurous guy. We should have brought him on as a guest. Yes. He was asked for yes. uh, some adventures, although I don't know that he can speak about a lot of them yet. <laughs> but but I think travel is a really good one, and, and we'll swing it over to you, Craig, see what you think on the travel boat. But I think it's because you put yourself in situations you're not always familiar with, so it's not going to necessarily always go to plan, and that creates an adventure within itself. Exactly. Or you could be going on a travel trip that is an adventure, you know, hiking, rock climbing, uh, whitewater rafting, something like that, too. You could have an adventure within the trip. I don't know if I've ever not taken a trip for the adventure of discovering something new and not having 10 stories come out of it that were adventures in and of themselves. Like Steve, I've been stranded and got bumped. I mean, once again, booked these first-class tickets. It was awesome. We're sitting in our little reclined cubicles in this big jet that was supposed to leave Miami to Dallas and sat there on the tarmac and I was getting all comfortable eating my peanuts. The plane <laughs> had some malfunction. So April and I had to sprint around the airport and find a plane that was leaving and it was actually going to Houston. And uh, last flight, two seats left, back of plane, by the toilet. <laughs> and it was like, it well, was yeah, very humbling. God's yeah. like, you know what? You know, it was, it was fun. Hey, I was grateful that I was able to get home, but my flight was totally different. Quick access in case you, you know, you got the runs or something. I don't know. <laughs> you never know. I mean, hey, it, at least I had close access. <laughs> and um, I don't know, it's just fun adventures. I just think of all these great times. I, I think of a story, and it's not really probably April's adventure, but we, we took a cruise to Cozumel, Cancun, and... I would be, I'd go out and buy all this cool stuff that I couldn't find in the States and I would just stick it in April's purse. And, uh, cause you know, she could carry it for me at the time mm -hmm. and I wasn't getting a ton of stuff. So you're using her as a mule, huh? Well, there you go. What, what sense, are you so buying, CC? We get back on the, um, <laughs> on the boat and we're, we're kind of walking around we're going to eat and she gets her purse. She's like, what is this? She pulls out some Cuban cigars, pulls out a switchblade, like those pneumatic <laughs> knives that like you hit the button and it pops out and pops in. <laughs> Cause it's so cool. It's like, what is this doing in my purse? I was like, wow, I didn't have a place to put it. She's like, you're using me as a mule. <laughs> I was like, I know. You know, it was just ask her that story. It was pretty funny. But I mean, I just think back at each, that's just one story of one trip, but you know, going back to Boston and all these trips we've taken, I mean, it's just, uh, I think it's, you got to take these adventures. You got to bring, bring in a gun and, uh, uh true. what was that for the bears? Like a yeah. horn. Mm -hmm. We had the, we had the, we had the 57. We took on our guys trip. You know, <laughs> I mean, deliverance, bears, you don't know what you're going to get in that hill country, right, Matt? Do not know. Craig was <laughs> uber prepared. Um, 
And I know this is going to be a, a fun, a fun probably story for John. Another thing that made me think of adventure. I think probably the first thing when I walked in here too, because uh, John was giving me a hard time about this. So Alexandra got this thing. It's called an adventure box. Mm-hmm. Mm. You seen Bird Box movie? Oh, so this is like a mystery box. It's not really the box necessarily, but it's like a. But you can get stuff in a box. I think I'm not 100 percent sure, but it's a book with like 50 different adventures. Okay. For like you and your person to deal with here, Lady J, Lady J, turn turn off the uh, podcast for <laughs> next five minutes. Fast it's forward. Like, are these adventures confined to four walls or? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I knew we were going to probably head this direction. So, in any event, the first, so what you do is you open the book and then you scratch off the thing. You don't know what it is, but you got to like commit to doing it before you do it. Mm. This is kind of like a date night idea, is what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, See? Okay, See where okay. this is going? So, the first one we tried out last night. Uh, for the listeners, we just blow by this kind of stuff from John. Um, <laughs> so, the first one we tried out is why I'm not even looking at him, just Craig. And so, the first one we tried out last night, and it is. You got to blindfold the least experienced cooking person, which was her. And then, joking, was me. I was about to say, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You just, you just did macaroni and ground beef, I think. Well, actually, before that, we did cook too. But anyway, you got okay. to. Um, All right, so you're blindfolded. Blindfold the person. You got to make a pie, which we don't really love pie. So you got to make, bran- make brownies. We, we chose brownies. And so I was blindfolded the whole time. She had to tell me what to do, you know, to put in the. Oh. Pan to mix it up. Okay. It's my first time I'd ever made brownies too. And made it blindfolded. And before that, John. Then he had to finger paint himself. <laughs> With the brownie. With the brownie mi- mix. And then? Dude, they were actually phenomenal. <laughs> I bet they were good. Again, blown by that. With some ice cream. And just so you are wondering or knowing here, there what? is a naughty version, Craig. Oh! That's next week. Lady J. <laughs> don't worry, Lady J. I don't have that version, but we have discussed getting this for John. For Christmas, because we know that's right up his lane, Craig. Now, that oh. some adventurous stories. Naughty by nature. Naughty <laughs> by nature. But yeah. also... I was going to say, yeah, you know, I think food overall is generally adventurous, especially whenever you're going outside of uh, your, you know, the area that you're accustomed to. I know traveling outside the country, uh, being in Indonesia, there was a wide variety of things that I was able to sample while I was there, and I tried everything that was out there. A lot of stuff I didn't even know what I was eating, but I really vividly recall trying some uh something that was on the breakfast buffet it was a little sun it looked like a sun-dried minnow and it smelled about what you would think it would smell like so i tried everything else and i was like i'm not gonna back down from this one too so i scooped me up a couple of these uh little fish and i only had one it uh one too it was pretty too it was pretty tough uh didn't feel too great for a little while after that but hey you know what when when uh Went out on the road. I'll I'll try just about anything to see how it goes. And I think back to Boston. A good part of our adventure was when we'd go to these restaurants. Mm-hmm. I mean, just trying new foods. And I mean, we like to do that whenever we travel. Discover new foods. And uh, I was also reflecting on other things you can do in your backyard for great adventures. You know, when I go for a run, as much as I try to stay in shape, I love the adventure of the jog or the bike ride, just to see what's around the corner and the birds, the fresh air, the trees. You know, like look, look at the trees. And so. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, whether it's cooking or, or just going for a ride, there's so many ways you can have a daily adventure in your life. And I think that's really what adds spice to life. It makes it fun and creative and it gets you out of that rut sometimes. And you're, you're just stuck going to work and, you know, living day to day. 
Absolutely. What do y'all think? I mean, y'all have kids about um, living an adventure through someone else, maybe through your kid's eyes, or you could even do this down to, you know, watching something like the Olympics on TV, people doing the more of those daredevil type sporting events in the Olympics where you've got, you know, you're on the brink between landing what you're trying to do and potentially crashing and uh, getting injured. What do you think about living an adventure through someone else? I think it's easy to live an adventure through someone else's uh eyes at being a parent you know we certainly see that um right now i've got adventures all day every day whenever the kids are around so between the five-year-old and the two-year-old they're always planning something they're always doing something there's always some kind of activity that we're doing that's just uh, a stretch of their imagination and just an interesting way to have an outlook on life you know it's something that they look at they look at life as an adventure they look at life as you know, how can I pretend to do something, uh, even if we're just running around the backyard? So I think it's it's easy whenever you have um, the youth around you to help remind you of those types of, of things. And it's easy to see through their eyes whenever they're doing it. It's really, really beautiful thing. Steve's right on, man. When you're a kid, these kids, their their whole life is creativity. It's a fantasy land. It's a fairy tale. You know, the younger they are, the more of a fairy tale it is. And then slowly society corrupts them and makes them behave and walk a straight line. And you turn into an adult and you're just boring. You just go to work, live your life. And I think we look at these things like looking at our kids, watching the movies, watching the superheroes, the Olympian. We're trying to live vicariously through that because deep down in our soul, we want that adventure back. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a good call to, to try to challenge ourselves to, to be more childlike. And Steve, hey. Got to give him credit because he has that adventurous heart and that carefree heart and brings a lot of spirit to life and our podcast. And, and so that's an inspiration for me. And, and Matt, you, you traveling and, and getting out there and exploring the world. Also an inspiration to, hey, the only snap of a finger could all be gone. So I think there's that's it, Bob. good good call to action, good challenge to us to try to be more childlike, more creative, dance a little more, laugh a little more, take more trips and, and go back to that childhood and just live your best life and have fun doing it. Yeah, I think it's important never to lose the the inner child aspect of things. And I do think by watching adventure or something through someone else's eyes, it's also very motivating, like Craig says. Um, you know, John's now a real estate mogul, and Craig and I are... Uh, <laughs> Is that what inspired you to? Yeah, Is that Craig what happened? I said, golly, if John can do this, we dang sure can. I know. Uh, <laughs> it's got to be easy. Yeah, so uh, I think you can be inspired by people, you know, going down different roads in their lives. And I think Craig and I are, are currently doing that with some short-term rental properties we're in the process of uh, purchasing. And that's a whole new adventure in and of itself. What do you think about that side of things? Craig? Oh, it's a whole new adventure. Definitely not our wheelhouse, but it's fun to learn something new. Absolutely. Why not? You know? And so there's some growing pains, but just the process has been great and cool. And I think there's so much more to learn. And, you know, hopefully it's one of those things that we can share with others and help us all have more adventures whenever we can take some trips and, you know, share our wins and losses but yeah it's awesome all right guys it's as i suspected a little adventure on the podcast today with Ooh. various stories and whatnot and uh i'm sure we're about to go on one with john here as he is uh eagerly wanted to take the hit the gas pump the brakes uh so johnny what you got this week buddy well you know i feel like i'd be remiss if i didn't bring up the adventure of riding along with my wife and driving so that would be one adventure that we didn't oh, get to dang. speak about that i'm just going to throw out as a little um teaser Short teaser, but no, the the hit the brakes and gas portion here isn't going to be about that. So I hit the gas. 
this weekend. You know, we had a lot of activities going on. We're still trying to get everything together for the move. Uh, we had company coming over two weeks, you know, after moving in. So my wife and I were like, oh, goodness, this was a terrible idea. Why do we have, why are we having guests? <laughs> we're not even ready. We're not even in the house yet. So uh, I got a call from my buddy Hot Dog here. He said, hey, need you to help me move. Oh, you got a trailer? Even better. So awesome that he had a trailer. Actually. That, is, <laughs> that is awesome. So I got up. Or, you know, my wife told my wife, said, hey, I got to get up. You know, what time do your activities start in the morning? I need to get over there, help hot dog man Lake Charles. And she said, wait a second. We just moved. Where was hot dog? And I said, you know, he's been bragging that he was going to help me move, do all this stuff on the podcast. <laughs> Everybody sick. heard him. And he took a vacation. He went, to, <laughs> he went <laughs> a strategically planned vacation. I know. See, see, I feel like that was the case. But you know what? That being said, I said, you know what, I'm helping him anyway. So we went over there, helped him move some stuff. And it was really a confidence boost for me, too. You know, he builds himself as a, an elite athlete. He works out all the time. But I'll tell you what, lifting up that heavy furniture from the floor, he I thought he was going to topple over a couple of times. And I was just pff, manhandling it, coming up no problem. He did have a little bit more stability whenever once we got up. He said it was because of his big, strong biceps. So... Anyway, that was my hit the gas moment. I took the moment to go out and help my buddy uh, move some furniture off the weekend. So, well, I hit the brakes and I had my feet up and didn't get called to help move. So. <laughs> okay. and it matter, was early too. We had to go early. As a matter of fact, we're going to pump the brakes real quick here <laughs> and rebuttal that for just for a sec. Uh, the attorney wait, is coming wait, out. What? What? We never had a rebuttal. Okay. Yeah, we we got to rebu- <laughs> hit the gas rebuttal. This is a first. <laughs> We're going to bring that car right back to where it belongs. No, John did come, and we we're super grateful for the help. I'd like to point out there's been, been many things that uh, old hot dogs stood right by John for. We won't bring him up, especially one that <laughs> happened that day. Had to get him out of a pinch, so to speak. Uh, and then secondarily to it, um, it was at 8 a.m., and John mm. was a huge help. I, I'm not going to downplay that. Uh, we did have to I was move. so strong, Cece. <laughs> he threw I mean, a couch over my shoulder, literally. I had to carry 75% <laughs> of the couch because he literally, I don't think he's ever, I didn't, had I not known he moved his house, I think, guess FTB did the whole thing with him. Um, I would have thought he never moved before. <laughs> and so, yes, I was wobbling a time or two because I was picking up like 75% of these thick pieces of furniture that Alexander had, and, and John's just like throwing them on me. Crazy. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> But you know what? He was two able hands, and it was a godsend that he had a trailer. He was the first person I called, Craig. Don't worry. You were going to potentially be called. But I figured, I'm going this water ball with John. John, come pitch in. <laughs> and I came through like a champ. Thanks for being so selfless, John. Yeah, that's me. That's me. A very selfless act there, actually. Um, all right, guys. We appreciate everybody tuning in to us this week. Uh, if you do get a chance to break up your normal life and do what Craig kind of talked about earlier and find some adventures, you know, within the day, uh, I think that's a – a good thing to do make make life a little less mundane at times and if you do have some tips for us on adventures we'd love to hear them. lastly if you get a chance to rate review or subscribe to the podcast we'd love to hear from you till next time we'll catch y'all later Aye. hey y'all if you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down subscribe and never miss an episode find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you?
you sing with